Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Here with a name you know. You know because we, we interview him about once a year. <laughs> Ethan Page. He's at AEW Full Gear November 13th on pay-per-view. American Top Team against the Inner Circle. And this fellow's a big part of it. How you doing, man? Great. Fantastic. I, boy, is that different from the last time we talked. Yeah. yeah let's let's jump right into it without talking too much about it i mean like the last time i spoke to you you were a free agent and you were at a career crossroads and you weren't sure what you were gonna do or what 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 you would be able to do because of the world yeah a couple months later you pop up an aew you bet on yourself it worked out for you that had to feel amazing yeah, it still feels amazing. Literally, every single it gets better every single day. So, how far after that? Because we had we had done an interview towards like the beginning of January. As soon as you became a free agent, we didn't end up running it. But um, how far after that did you start talking with AEW, and did the deal come together? Not long after, honestly. Um, I want to say I had pretty much everything in after right after Christmas, and things really were signed sealed and delivered at the beginning of the year so essentially right when my deal um impact was done it's just they had filmed so much that it bled over until january so i knew i was going to end up there i just was waiting for the visa to process and all that stuff so yeah i'm not 100 percent sure if even when we spoke if i knew it was it was like it was like either we spoke either New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. It was right right when you were you were like able to and you were a free agent. Like it was Yeah. Like so it might have been either like two or days two or three days after that Man. where everything kinda got locked in and then it was essentially a waiting game for the right time to debut and the legal paperwork, like all the visa processing and stuff like that. Cause listen, the visa that they got me is the same one that I make this joke all the time because it's hilarious to me. It's the same one that Celine Dion has and that (laughs) astronauts get. You're going to take up a residency in a, in a Las Vegas hotel next. We're ready. We're ready. (laughs) I I don't imagine. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people can appreciate the sort of roller coaster that, that you were on being a person who widely known, wasn't paid probably what they should have been as a dominant impact wrestling champion, as somebody who did their own social media, as somebody who produced a lot of their own stuff, then going to possibly having no additional income, needing a visa, and then AEW hits you up and you're good to go. Now, obviously, we knew that there was some sort 
of AEW interest because Cody had mentioned your name a couple of years before publicly. Mm-hmm. Like he made that well known. But was was it like a relief to you? Was it just a yeah, it's about time, three days into free agency? Uh <laughs> it was not only the biggest relief ever, it was like it it changed our whole family. Sure. Because we ended up yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, we could we don't have to stress. We don't have to worry. Um, we knew what was going to happen for the next couple years mm-hmm. and that like load of stress being relieved was one of the best ever. That's uh, another reason why I'll be eternally grateful to Matt Jackson and uh, AEW. So you go from that period of uncertainty to having Sting's first in-ring match in years. We never thought he was going to wrestle again. You grew up yeah. around the same time I did. Please explain to me what goes through your head when you're told yeah, you're going to physically wrestle Sting. By the way, he's going to take his shirt off and get a huge pop. So, <laughs> I, not to, like, add more to this, but, like, pretty much everything that's happened with me in AEW has been, like, wait, what's going to happen? Are you sure? Like, it in real life, like, people are going to see this? So, in my debut, I get short-arm clothesline by Jake the Snake. That's first thing. Right out the gate, pay-per-view, I'm like, oh, okay. This is weird. Had this guy's poster on my wall as a kid. Then we have the next pay-per-view. I'm physically wrestling Sting in front of a capacity crowd after the pandemic that I literally did everything I could to survive and feed my family. And now I'm seeing the world open back up and people embracing AEW and all the wrestlers. And Sting, at 62 years old, doing a dive off of a giant stack of poker ships after he just ripped off his shirt. And like... Yeah, it was. It's a moment I'll have for the rest of my career. I saved the the gear from it so I could get it framed and a nice photo, probably of him putting me in the Scorpion Deathlock. It's just something that you know, as a kid, I never want to lose that magic. So to be able to share the ring with him is great. To tell your family you got your ass kicked by a 62 year old man—that's not the best thing that you want to say, but uh, it's something that I'll remember forever. I know you had uh, talked about Karate Man recently in, in, in an interview, and I, I loved that. I thought it was so much fun. But not only that, it legitimately shocked me when I saw you in the ring doing the Karate Man gimmick, and you're throwing these beautiful kicks. I think I even mm-hmm. dropped you a message, and I was like, I didn't know you could do that. And you were yeah. like, oh, yeah, I actually trained for a very long time. Like, they were beautiful. The pivot, turning the hips, everything. Like, yeah. did you find that a lot of people were shocked about that? They thought it was just like kind of you clowning it. And then here you are, and you're able to physically actually do that. Yeah. And I, uh, you know what? I have to give credit to Tom Lawler, the UFC fighter who yes. put his ego aside and was like, yeah, you could do this with me. And That's he amazing. let me like show my very minimal, but, uh, talents. Like I, I trained martial arts from the age of four until 16. So, I mean, that's 12 years of night after night. And my dad was one of those parents that the class didn't end when you left the dojo. The class continued at home. So uh, it was it was my life until I rebelliously quit to become a professional wrestler. And I don't think I ever lost that. Like, if you're going to train from four to 16, you're going to have some of that stuff forever. Now, I can't still jump in the air and land in the splits like I used to be able to do. But I've kept a lot of my flexibility and my mobility, and it's like riding a bike, to me at least. Like, you just don't lose that. 
once you, especially once you learn how to throw a kick and you learn those fundamentals and that type of stuff, it does stick with you. And that that's something, even though it's not referenced on TV, it's something that I like with the connection of you and Scorpio Sky with American Top Team. Scorpio Sky has trained MMA. You spend a yeah. lot of time training. You are the karate man, for the love of God. I know. And <laughs> listen, Tony is, is very impressed that I have two black belts. And he is reminds he? me on a he reminds me of a regular yeah he's like it's i don't know how you did that you had two black belts before 16 and i'm like i'm 32 tony i haven't done this in a long time oh is 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 dan lambert as impressed with your two black belts i don't know what impresses dan lambert (laughs) (laughs) Uh, dan lambert impresses dan lambert that's yes who does it he should though yeah that that video of matt hardy watching that power bomb have you seen that yet no. Oh my God! So Matt Hardy was ringside for your segment. I didn't know that. That's he was so ring- cool, and it's him with his goofy face in the back, like in the foreground, watching Dan Lambert and American Top Team hit the power bomb. It I is, gotta see that. It's amazing. It is so good. Like it got like nine people over in one one social media clip because he's so smarmy. He's such a jerk. I love it. It was so good. So. Like, are you giving a guy like Dan Lambert advice? He's He's been around wrestling for a lot. Like, this is not his first yeah. video. But, I mean, I'm sure that a, a guy like him wants your advice. He, not only him, literally everyone that's come in through him with ATT has been the most respectful and, like, uh, open to not critiques, but kind of just like, hey, this is where the cameras are. This is kind of how we do things here. And they're, they've all been so receptive of it and open to learn it and to actually like give it a shot. The respect that everyone has shown to professional wrestling is mind blowing. Just knowing that these are like elite killers that could do whatever they want and get away with it. Armovsky is still under UFC contract, making 250 grand a fight right now. Most wins as a heavyweight of all time. Still doing it. And I don't, I could be wrong, but this is one of the, the rare, rare instances I've ever seen. I've covered MMA for over a decade now of a contracted UFC fighter in a pro wrestling match. You know, Brock, obviously, but that's a little bit of a unique scenario. He is under UFC contract, still fighting for them. You've got Junior Dos Santos, who's popped up. He looks like he's having the time of his life. He looks he like is. he loves it. Dude, he is. So who who has stood out to you and you're like, man— Outside of those two that are in this match at full gear, November 13th, yeah. who has stood out to you and you're like, I got to see more of them doing this? Uh, Paige Van Zandt. <laughs> it's an easy one. I mean, that's a, that's a, it's like a no-brainer. I think she's like uh, – like her following online is perfect for it. The way she presents her social media online, she's a great influencer. But she's also like a fantastic athlete. And I'm just saying, like, listen, Paige, if you're listening – You'll have a much longer career. You'll be on television longer. Your name will be said longer. Just come to professional wrestling. Become a pro. Join the men of the official. We'll change the name. We'll be the people of the year. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever you want. So I think she'd be awesome. Unfortunately, Kayla Harrison, after her appearance, which she did great at, she was like, eh, I don't know. Not for me. I heard that she was well-received backstage. People liked her. I thought Dude. she did well. Did that break your heart a little bit? I loved bit? her. It actually not a little bit, a lot of it. Because this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? 
read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash Fightful. Once she got comfortable, I could tell she was enjoying herself. And she was like, this is fun. Yeah. But I guess the the pro athlete in her, you can't lose that competition. And I mean, people with her background especially, they, they've rolled their whole lives. They've, they've taken the break falls, the back falls, front falls, all that. They know how to do a lot of this stuff. Uh, that's why I think a lot of the transitions that we see have been so seamless. So Dan Lambert, I, I mean, he's been around wrestling quite a bit. He's very eccentric. He he understands wrestling, but his stuff isn't always for everybody. I know you right. see that criticism. Do you think it's the right kind of heat for the type of thing you're building up, or or do you think that he tiptoes the line? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I'm the person to answer that sure. because, like – I get lost in it so much. And I've said in interviews before, like what's happening with all of our stuff reminds me of the wrestling I watched as a kid. Does mm-hmm. that mean it's right? No. Um, I think the audience is the one that needs to decide. Yeah. I will say though, I take social media very, very, very lightly. Um, I think it's a very small, like vocal minority and it emphasizes certain points a little, I guess like, if we go to arena at grand slam, there's 20,000 fans. I don't think all 20,000 fans are on Twitter. Never mind tweeting yeah. about the show. All I see is the fact that when we go to the ring and while Dan's talking, I literally can't hear him. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm yelling in my promos because I cannot hear myself. Uh, so if we're only taking the opinion of the audience, we're doing our job well because they're booing us out of the building. I think things could be said differently sometimes, but that's not in my hands. Uh, like I said, I've said before too, I've been, I've been worried about saying the word tits on TV. So I'm not the judge of what's right and wrong because yeah. I get where I get worried about everything. So yeah. 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 We have an interesting reader question. The username is walking weapon. I don't know who that could be. Yeah. It asks if you still do ridiculous cells like a bobblehead to make your tag team partners crack up. I try and make everybody laugh. 
I guess that works. You don't try to make Darby Allen laugh. You throw him downstairs. You do all this crazy stuff to him. This feud in AEW is one of my favorite things because AEW history isn't just AEW history. Wrestling history is AEW history. history. And I love that. And at times, like, you've said things that are like, nobody saw that other stuff, but it still matters. It's still important. Uh, And... You're throwing Darby down the stairs, any of that. I, and, I mean, he's, he's your rival, heated rival, hated rival. Are there any times when you've had to do something to Darby Allen and you're like, really, should I? Like, Always. Might catch a charge? Always. I'm a father. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want to do that I'm to Sting's father. kid, right? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I didn't know Sting was his daddy, but that's, that makes a lot of sense. That's the, 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 uh, the cheeky urban, urban myth is that Sting came back for his kid. Darby was the kid that Sting beat up in that Sprite commercial all those years ago. Do you remember that? <laughs> he dragged him across the, dragged him across yeah, the mantle. <laughs> he was I teaching him some that. tough love, kid. I remember that. So when, when all this is, is going down and like you're getting pitched like, hey, you're going to heave him down a set of stairs. You're going to throw him off the top of a stadium. You're going to heave him out of a moving airplane. It, like Part of you has got to be like, it's going to suck for you, buddy. Yeah, all the time. And by the way, when you're saying when you're being pitched, it's coming from one person. So Your brain, and, and your brain too, because I mean, I'm sure you're cooking up violent things that you do to Darby Allen all the time. All the time. <laughs> be, I will say, though, that I think the best part about the fact that, I, I, I've, and they've done it before with other people's feuds on the independents and brought them in. It's we We don't have that territory style wrestling or even like with all the house shows. That's not the way it is anymore, especially with the internet and the fact that people have cameras on their phones. So we can't do four shows in a row where me and Darby wrestle, 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 and then, okay, here's the big match at the pay-per-view. We have all that natural chemistry from the independents. So, yes, people have seen it, but we have that connection with each other. Like I said, chemistry with each other. We know we work well together. So it's a natural fit, and we've got to kind of work out the kinks already that now on the big stage, we can give them the best. And I, I feel like what we did in AEW trumps anything we've ever done. So I'm very proud of that. And I'm happy we got to do it again as more mature performers. Does he seem like the kind of person that, that you'll be tied to like for the rest of your careers? Like It's one of those things you can always go back to, the Triple H, Shawn Michaels, the, the Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens type of thing, where it's the, the Sting Luger even, where there's, there's that connection for better or for worse. Uh, selfishly, I hope so, because, um, if I was a betting man, I would say Darby Allen will be the best, or if he, if he isn't already the best professional wrestler in the world, uh, for reasons that people will never notice. I think he's the best seller in professional wrestling. He has the best connection with the audience. Um, yeah. Uh, if, if you're going to ask, Hey, would you be okay with that? I'd be like, yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I would love to beat up the best wrestler of all time. Uh, on a regular basis. So uh, I, I mentioned earlier, you're cooking up things in your head to do to, to Darby Allen. I, I've always loved like your unique offense, like just a scoop slam from the top rope, a side slam to the top turnbuckle. Like, do do you have like things in the reserves? Like one day I'll bust this out. Like, do you have always. things that you've cooked up? Always, always, always. My number one goal is to be as different from everybody else on the show as possible. And this is not a shot at anyone. I, I love our roster. 
a lot of the stuff gets duplicated and I feel if you're going to be there for dynamite elevation rampage and you're going to see that much wrestling when I come out I want to give you something that you haven't seen every single night so I make sure everything I do is different from everybody on the show one of the things that I like is, as a viewer of wrestling is I want to see something I've never seen before or something done better than I've ever seen it before. Like, if I see a Darby Allen suicide dive, I'm like, well, that's the best one I've ever seen. Uh, if right. I see somebody get body slammed from the top rope like I see in some of your matches, I don't see that from anybody else. So I really, really like that. Uh, as we wrap up, a reminder, full gear, November 13th on pay-per-view. I'm going to have you rate some of my figures, Ethan Page. Some oh, of my merch. That's pretty cool. Some some may be good. Some may be crappy. We're going to start with some AEW stuff available now. The Jurassic Express collection. But look at the version I got, buddy. I know. I got Dude, the one that Jungle figure, Boy carrying Luchasaurus. I think that that packaging is incredible. Only to be trumped by the packaging that I have pitched. Where myself and Scorpio Sky are in the box. Walking down a runway. In fancies, right? Yeah. And then the box closes, and it's a cover of a GQ magazine with us. So it opens like a magazine, and then we're dressed nice, I love walking it. down a red. I come on. I love. That'd be it. great. The first wrestling figure I ever saw, and I told the people at Toy Vomit this, and they gave okay. me a signed Hillbilly Jim LJN, and it's got the hat. Signed, and it signed. comes with the accessory. Oh, and if you doubted that he signed it, they also gave me an actual printed photo of him holding up the figure signed. Damn, that's isn't, very cool. Isn't that cool? How much would you pay for this? Oh, me? I don't know. I'm not an LJN collector. A lot of money. You would pay a but lot, but the of money. value's there. Yes. Also, uh, AEW. If they're not available now, they will be soon. They've got their own wrestling buddies. But I procured. Ooh. A Ted DiBiase from Toy Vomit. This was the one that I had. I, I punched this thing in the nose many a day, and I got to tell him that to his face a couple months ago. What, Hold what do you on, think that's about yours this? from your that's from your childhood. No, I rebought it. Yeah. Okay. So I had Macho Man as a kid. Yes. And I would love to find one that's like in pristine condition, but the, to find them not made with is impossible. So that's a really good condition. That's awesome. And since it's Christmas, I want to wrap us up. Tell your boy Paul White. Tell your boy Paul White. I got the English speaking. Turbo man. You know what pissed me off? I was in a car with a bunch of wrestlers the other day. I'm not going to name names because I do not want them to get canceled for this. I brought up that he was Santa. And that, like, I made a joke. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to deck your halls, bub. No one laughed. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Have you guys not seen Jingle all the way? Did you not know that Paul White is a giant Santa Claus that fights Arnold Schwarzenegger? Was Ruby Soho one of them? Because I bet they sell copies of Jingle all the way at Bucky's. Yeah, they probably do. But no. And she would never know that. They don't don't sell on sheets, that's for sure. Don't get (sighs) me started on that. I love it. It is one of the greatest long-term stories going in wrestling right now. <laughs> long-term, three weeks. <laughs> it's like, hey, buddy, we'll take what we can get in the world of wrestling right now. Oh, my gosh. Ethan Page, uh, it's been awesome talking to you. Full gear, November 13th, a stacked card, American Top Team, Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky against the Inner Circle. Thank you so much, man. 
Dude, anytime. I think the pay-per-view is going to be bonkers. Uh, the fact that I had to watch everybody wrestle at all out just motivates me to go even crazier. So I'm very excited for Saturday night. Guys, until next time, we're out. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.